Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is part two of my conversation with the fabulous Jennifer Allwood. If you didn't hear about her in part one, she is an incredible entrepreneur and she helps people take their creative hobbies and turn them into lucrative online businesses. It's incredible what she does. And she's an author. Her book is called Fear is Not the Boss of You. It's really good, you guys. I read it in one week and I have a really busy mom life. So it was that good. I made it a priority. So check the link in the show notes to get a copy of her book. And um, Jennifer is also a podcaster. It's called The Jennifer Allwood Show, and I know that you are going to love her inspiration on her podcast. She talks about business. She talks about faith. She's just so inspiring and uplifting. I love what she shares. And so in part two of our conversation today, so let me back up. In part one, we talked about her life-giving morning routine and kind of what her life looks like right now. She has a really busy full life with four kids and this really booming business. And um, so she's just sharing how she can have this life-giving morning routine in the midst of all this busyness. And I just really think it's such an important message because so much of us, so many of us think that our morning routine has to be so complicated, just so perfectly crafted and beautiful and Instagram and Pinterest worthy. And you know what? Sometimes it's simple five minutes of quiet time sitting with the Lord before our day starts or just quickly saying, God, I offer you this day. If we wake up to our kids, that's what we can do. That's it. (laughs) And not looking to our phone. So that's what brings us to part two of my conversation with Jennifer Allwood. So we really dive into phone usage and how our kids are watching us. And she has older kids. So she's speaking from experience and she has some wisdom in this area where, you know, our kids are going to mimic what we're doing, you guys. They are watching us and we are their first teachers, their best teachers, their most powerful teachers. And so Jennifer is really speaking to that today and she's giving us so much encouragement and inspiration in the midst of calling us to be better about our phone usage, which I've talked about before on the podcast and I'm really passionate about because I need to work on it too, just like everybody else. Um, So enjoy this part two of our conversation. I know you're going to leave this time inspired, encouraged, and excited for life. And to connect with Jennifer after the show, click the links in the show notes. And without further ado, here it is. So when I, I think of that Bible scripture, and I think that's in Isaiah, don't quote me on that, but I love that because it's like, I feel like he's like tending to the hearts of like moms and dads with, um, you know, with when they're still in the thick of it with kids that are little, that he's gently leading them. Like, you know, come on, sis, like almost like taking your hand and like, you've got this, we've got this. And that just feels like such a peaceful, like revelation to me. And so, and when I think, okay, if that's how God, like if he, if he gently leads those with young, then I should probably be a little more gentle with myself as well. Mm-hmm. I love everything you said. Thank you for sharing all that. And I, I think that. something I really really knew I needed to change was my phone in the morning. Mm -hmm. And ever since I changed that, and I I like what you said about getting your mind right first thing in the morning, putting your phone away and not looking at it and reading God's word instead, that will get your mind right. (laughs) You can do that with little kids, big kids, a business you're running from home, working outside the home, however your life looks, you can definitely do it. It does take discipline. It does take practice. 
And if you mess up and grab your phone first thing and don't read your Bible, please forgive yourself. But, you know, get back up, try again. And something I shared with um, my audience was that recently I said, okay, no phone before breakfast. So I'm going to eat breakfast with my kids and then I can check my phone. Yeah. And I love that. And I'll just, um, let me just tell you, Stephanie, coming from a woman whose kids are just a little bit older, your kids are watching you so closely. And the truth is I failed my children in this area. And I know that because my kids want to get on their phones first thing in the morning because they've seen mom do it so often. Now, on the other hand, I'll just give a little shout out to my husband here who is not at all attached to his phone in the least. He's not on social media. Um, he could care less about what's happening on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he's so free because of that. He will literally like, it'll be a couple hours into his day before he ever picks up his phone. And usually when he picks it up, it's because we're getting ready to do, he's doing like a Bible study, you know, um, that he does on his phone app. And so um, I know that I have a lot of work to do in this area and to really try to model this well for my children. And the older they get, I can tell you that the harder this battle is, honestly, because they too are just so used to rolling over, grabbing the phone. And the first thing they inundate their mind with is what do other people think about me and say about me? You know, what, mm-hmm. what did I just get for comments on my Instagram or my TikTok? And are they giving me, you know, the hearts and like, I can see that that's already happened with my kids and we're trying to figure out how do we back this bus up? And so I'm so proud of you. That was, that was my, that's what I wanted to say. I'm so proud of you for modeling for your children. Well, and then some days I am on my phone too much and my little three-year-old in her sweet little high pitch voice says, mom, you're always on your phone. (laughs) They're a little walking conviction devices. I say that and fear is not the boss of you. I'm like, yeah, sometimes honestly, God gives us kids just to give us also a healthy dose of conviction because your kids will call you out and the older they get, the more they will do it. (laughs) I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so helpful to have kids that just hold us accountable and, um, and yeah, just help us with those things we struggle with. And definitely phone boundaries is one of them. Um, and I love that you said your husband's not on social media because mine isn't either. Yeah. And it's so true. They're so free. It's, it's so, so cool. free. I mean, so when we go on vacation, he's not like he's, you know, getting the perfect picture to make sure he can upload it to Facebook or Instagram. Like he's just enjoying he's right in the moment at all times. Does that make sense? And there's times, and I know, I mean, at this point with a half a million social media followers across my different social medias, that's how I get new clients. This is how we make our living. This is what allows him and I to both, you know, work from home and live the life that we do. Um, But at times I almost look at him with almost like jealousy that I really have to check because I'm like, it must be so nice just to like, not know what other people are doing, not knowing what you're missing out on, not feeling like you have to update the world. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, gosh, there's days I almost long for that. I know I talk in fear is not the boss of you about how I'm super grateful that there was not social media when my kids were smaller because Mm -hmm. I'm afraid that I would have been just like, you know, nursing a baby with one arm, but like staring at Pinterest with the other hand. And, and I would have missed out, I think on so much of that early, like bonding things. Mm-hmm. In a totally different direction, but I'm actually no. in a mastermind with this woman. This is a fascinating thing. I don't know if you'll want to take this out, Stephanie, but um, 
but she has like, she was talking to us one day about studies that are being done, especially in little boys right now, since social media has, you know, gotten so much more prevalent in the last decade, um, that boys are really having a hard time keeping eye contact um, as they're growing into toddlers and little mm. littler boys, like in school. And there, um, there are studies showing that it's leading back to um, the fact that there wasn't that eye connection when mom is nursing. Um, mm-hmm. or bottle feeding because you know remember how when your little your kids were babies and you're like staring into their faces you're feeding them yes because so many moms are now staring at their phones that they're missing out on that intense eye connection especially for some reason that's really damaging to boys and she's like a therapist so she's got like all the data and wow. I'm like oh my gosh and when she said that I'm like I am so glad that social media was not even around when I had my kids because I guarantee you I would have probably been staring at my phone and I and I hate to even know that about myself Yeah, I know that about myself, too, because I've been there. And the interesting thing is that my kids got to a certain point where they would push the phone away, even as babies. And Mm -hmm. so I almost feel like that was God speaking through them. Like, put it away. What are you doing? You're missing out on this moment. And that is so powerful. Oh, my kids are such a gift. It's kind of crazy because I feel like, oh, they're too little but they get it. They, there's something in them that, you know, literally the other day, my little one-year-old just yesterday, I was looking at my phone, I was holding him, you know, getting food ready, whatever. And he took his hand and pushed my face toward him and did the sign for, he wanted to nurse. I was like, oh my goodness. Okay. I get it. I put my phone down. And so I think I talk about this a lot with, with people, you know, on Instagram and just like people in real life, um, you know, this idea of phone boundaries for moms and how this is actually the epidemic of our modern age is we aren't connecting with our families because we're on our phone and that's our spouse, that's our kids and just everybody that we're in person with, we're instead in this virtual world. And it's, it's a struggle because like you, I mean, I don't have a business per se, but I have this ministry and I know that God is doing something with it. And I hear him calling me to this. I, he called me to start this podcast years ago and then he finally made a way for me to do it um, while being home with my littles. And so, you know, I know God's calling me to it and I know you feel the same. God has called you to what you're doing, but there are times where you think, oh man, like, I'm on my phone too much. And is this for my ministry? Is this for my business? Or, yeah. or is it for my ego? Uh-huh. Is it I'm ego? Is it- having to check right. that. Is it- because at the end of the day, I have to remind myself, I should be living and working for the applause of one only. And the fact right. that, you know, people did or didn't just like my Instagram post shouldn't it shouldn't even have any like bearance <laughs> on my life. And yet mm-hmm. you know, the dopamine rush that you literally do get and you know, there's research that supports that from the affirmation that people give you with comments and likes, it's a very real thing. And to watch that like play out in the, um, in children, like I have two boys and a girl. So we have two boys in high school and then our 12 year old daughter. And I are, I mean, it's, it's so obvious that they are so, interested in the likes too. You know what I mean? They're just like every other kid that age and they want the comment. They want the hearts. They'll tell me that when they get, you know, um, a certain number of likes, my boys actually are sneaker flippers. I don't know if you know what that is, Stephanie, but basically no. they buy very expensive, like Nike shoes. Um, and they knew, and they 
buy them at a discount and they flip them for money. And oh, wow. um, it's a legit business that they have set up. You know, their parents are entrepreneurs, so they've seen they've seen us do this. So yeah, they have an Instagram account. It's called KCMO Kicks because we live in Kansas City. And um, and so they're at almost like 2,000 followers. And so it's been really fun as their mom to see them like, we're at 500 followers. Now we're at 1,000 followers. Now we're at 1,500 followers. And, mm-hmm. and that's great. But I also have to tell them, okay, well, you got to make sure that instead of just wanting more, wanting more, like, are you serving the ones you have? And then, and then I'm like feeling totally like convicted. I'm like, wait a second. I've got, you know, 80 some thousand followers on Instagram. Am I serving my audience? I don't know. And mm-hmm. so this leads to really interesting conversations. Um, social media is such, it's, oh, it's such a gift and such a distraction at the same time. I actually yeah. have a whole chapter on this and I know you don't, you maybe even haven't even gotten to that yet, Stephanie, and fear's not the boss of you, but And I came at it from a different angle in the book where I just feel like um, where so many women are struggling out on social media is that we are watching other people live their lives Mm -hmm. and we're like losing all that time and we're not building the life that we really dream of having, whether that's starting a business or a side hustle or just, you know, um, being the kind of mom that you want to be. And so I agree with you. I think Mm -hmm. it's a fraction of the age for sure. So good. Yeah. That's actually my next, the next chapter I'm going to get to. I can't wait. To read it. <laughs> I hope you like it. I know, I know I will. I love your book and I feel like we need a part two so we can delve into this because I feel like this, like I said, it's the epidemic of our modern age of just how do we use social media yeah. responsibly? How do we shine God's light? How are we intentional with the time that we're there either for our business or for our ministry, whatever we want to call it, or just, you know, if you're scrolling, you know, how do you do all that intentionally? Do you pray before you go on? Do you set parameters for yourself? I think those are good things to think about. Um, And just to maybe leave someone with um, an action item for this week, you know, I don't want to add things to people's plate, but maybe something simple that they could put into practice after they hear this conversation and go to their day-to-day life. Um, Something to just be more maybe intentional in the morning, um, something they can do to, to make sure they create that space for God first thing in the morning. Well, and you know what? I actually, as you were talking, I had actually a different idea, which was how to end each day. If you don't mind, if I would talk about that. I would love that. um, Okay. So one of the things that I've been really convicted about lately is to not be ending my day communicating with strangers on the internet when I have a husband in bed right next to me. So, um, so making sure that I'm turning the phone off, turning it over, putting it on the charger, getting it out of arm's reach, um, before I fall asleep 30 seconds later, you know know what I'm saying? And so making sure that I turn that off in enough time that then him and I can still, chat and talk and bond and whatever, because, um, I was finding myself like that was the last thing I was doing every day. And the first thing I was doing every morning and girl, it's so hard. Like there's still days when I'm like, well, yesterday I was really horrible. Let's see what I can do today. (laughs) And, um, And I don't know that I have the answers, but here's what I do know. I think that God honors our efforts and I think that he will convict each of us personally of different things. Um, because for some people, maybe it's not that they, maybe that they are able to get up and look at social media first thing in the day. I actually have less conviction about that than I do ending my day on social media, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Because I feel like if I happen to wake up, you know, 20 minutes before the kids are up, that I'm fine to get on Facebook, get on Instagram, return some DMs. Then I get the kids ready for school, get them out the door. And then, you know, if I need to return a couple emails, I can't. 
and then I have my quiet time. Like, because what I have found, and I know you're probably gonna think this is crazy, Stephanie, is if if I see my phone with all those notifications on there and 40 emails in the morning, that while I'm having my quiet time, I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, is something going wrong? Is my team trying to get a hold of me? Like, what's happening? And I feel like if I just kind of clear out first thing in the morning, what's accumulated overnight, that I can actually go into my quiet time with the Lord with a little more of a clean slate. Does that make sense? That's good. I like that. Good? Okay. I'm glad that yeah. you like that because I'm like, oh gosh, I hope this isn't something shameful. So, no, that's you know, excellent. So I, but as long as I'm like not looking at my phone, you know, while the kids are eating breakfast or that sort of thing, I, as if I clear stuff out before I sit down with the Lord, then I feel like I'm able to really dive in with less distraction, knowing that my business stuff is kind of taken care of. And my situation is probably a little bit different since I am running a business with, you know, employees and all the things, but yeah. So, but at night I'm really feeling like I got to do better at just turning it off with way more time just to give to my husband and my family before bed. So that's my current conviction. That is great. And I encourage everyone listening to try that today tonight, yeah. put it into and practice. Ask, ask the Lord, like, Lord, what is it that yeah. you want to do with social media? What is the boundary you, what line in the sand do you want mm-hmm. me to draw? What's healthy for me and my family? Cause it could look different. It's hard to say. Totally. And then just doing it, taking action exactly. and yeah. maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. And then try again tomorrow. hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly. It's like dieting, Stephanie. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. like getting off sugar. You know, you have a day when you do well and then a day when you're on the struggle bus and, you know, but it, the Bible says his mercies are new every morning. So mm-hmm. clean slate every day. We can start again every single day. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Oh, I love chatting with you. This was amazing. And yeah. I love the direction it went in. This was oh, really fun. <laughs> well, I loved being here. Thank you so much for this. And thank you so much for being on the launch team for Fear is Not the Boss of You. I'm super honored that you did that. You're thing. so welcome. I want to shout it from the rooftops. It is fabulous. And um, just let people know where they can find you after this conversation and get your book and all that good stuff. Sure. Well, since they're listening to a podcast, I'll tell them that I have a podcast with a crazy name. It's the Jennifer Allwood Show. (laughs) 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 We kept it really simple. I'm a simple person. So um, so you can go find me um, at Jennifer Allwood on any social media on the podcast. And the book Fear is Not the Boss of You is on Amazon. It's you can go to fearisnotthebossofyou.com or my website, jenniferallwood.com and find the book there. Any of those will work. Fabulous. And I will link everything in the show notes. Thanks, Jennifer. You're wonderful. Thanks so much, Stephanie. Grace to you. You're welcome. You too. Thank you so much for listening to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm so grateful to have you here as a part of this community. And if you love listening to these episodes as much as I love sharing them with you, hit subscribe on your podcast app. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Stitcher app and subscribe there. That way, you know, every time a new episode goes live. Thanks for being here, friend. Bye for now.